Dave and Betty, thank you, and they'll be praying for them. Uh, Betty's brother uh, passed away this past week, and uh, those are always difficult times, but you be praying for them as they work through that. Um, Laura Pomisano's mom passed away this past Thursday, and uh, there will be um, a funeral service Tuesday morning at Litwin's Funeral Home in Nicholson. I don't have the time of that. Two o'clock? Ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. Okay, ten o'clock. And be praying for Laura and uh, her family and uh, they work through that. And then we sent out um, a note yesterday about our good friend Mel Walker. And you need to be praying for Mel. He's in the hospital. He's not doing well, folks. Um, he was taken Friday morning by ambulance, and he's got a heart issue. They don't know all the deal, uh, all the details of what's happening, but um, his kidneys are not functioning well, and um, that's created some extra issues, and so they're going to need to transfer him. He's in regional right now, but as I understand, they don't do dialysis there, and uh, so they've got to get him somewhere to be able to do that, and um, that was as of late last night. Right now, Christy is on an airplane coming home from Germany, so be praying for uh, Christy as she's traveling, and of course for Peg, Todd, and Janine are here, and Travis and Casey are in Iowa, but uh, be praying for the family, be praying for Mel. Um, yeah, just pray for Mel, all right? And uh, we'll keep you updated as we know. And pray for Laura and Betty and their families. Uh, these are hard times, but it certainly fits what we're talking about here this morning. Because Paul told us, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 18. In fact, you saw that verse this morning on a video. That we are to give thanks in all circumstances. Because this is God's will for us. There's no if, ands, or buts about it, as my mom used to say. <laughs> we need to give thanks in all circumstances. I don't know if you've ever forgotten to say thank you to somebody, maybe at a birthday or Christmas, you got a present. Maybe it was a wedding shower, a baby shower, you got a present. Uh, maybe it was just something undeserved that you received. Maybe it was just simply an expression of kindness and you forgot to say thank you. Well, thanks to my Aunt Priscilla, not Aunt, Aunt Priscilla. And believe me, we got that right, all right? My sisters and I learned at an early age that we should always write a thank you note. Now that is if we wanted a present for our birthday or Christmas the following year. <laughs> we were motivated, maybe for the wrong reasons, 
but we were motivated to write thank you notes and to learn to say thank you. How about you? How about you? Are you good at remembering to write those thank you notes or the need to say thank you? Because that's where it begins. You have to remember to do that. And then are you good at writing or saying thank you through notes or just simply walking up to a person and saying thank you? Um, Thanksgiving is that time of the year. You've already heard that thought that we are reminded to be thankful. And as Thanksgiving sermons go, it's typically the content many times that reminds us that we should be thankful all year long, not just one day a year, right? You've heard that before? And uh, that's true, absolutely true. But that's one of those things that we say that doesn't always make it easier or stir us up to continue to be thankful and to say or express that thanksgiving for some reason. We just aren't prone to give thanks as we should. And I think that's why Paul wrote in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 18 that we should give thanks in all circumstances because that is God's will. And that can be hard. In all circumstances, that can be hard. So what motivates you? This morning as we think about, as we begin the week of Thanksgiving, what motivates you to say thanks? What motivates you to be thankful in all circumstances? Well, open your Bibles, if you would, just briefly to Psalm, or Luke, Luke chapter 17. Luke chapter 17, and we're going to look at verses 11 through 19, probably somewhat familiar to you as we look at that. And uh, we're going to work our way down through the text, but here's what I want you to get your head around this morning, just to think about it and let it sink in, let it affect you, let the Word of God and the Spirit of God influence your heart, soften your heart this morning. And I want you to know this, you can learn to give thanks in all circumstances by focusing on three motivating truths that I see right here in these verses. Three motivating truths as we focus, I think we can be moved and motivated to give thanks in all circumstances. You see, people who give thanks in all circumstances, first of all, know that God directs every circumstance. God is in charge. And when we look at our text this morning, Luke chapter 17, starting at verse 11, now on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. As he was going into a village, ten men who had leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. Jesus, Master. That word Master was not used often. It was used in Luke chapter 5 when Peter cried out to Jesus. And you remember that fishing incident. If not, go back and check it out. But that's the word here. It's the word that means chief. It's a word that means commander, overseer, superior. It's a word that indicates authority. 
recognizing the authority that Jesus had, not his teaching authority, but his ability to work miracles, recognizing that he is in complete command and control of all issues of life, life, death, disease. Here's 10 guys with leprosy. And they cried out, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. And if we're going to be those who are able to give thanks in every circumstance, we must embrace the sovereign, all-powerful God that we know as Savior. That God is in charge of every detail. Every detail. Folks, every. There's no exception. Every detail of your life and mine. Paul says it this way in Romans chapter 8 and verse 28. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love Him. For those who have been called according to His purpose. He says it this way in Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 11. In Him, in God, we were also chosen. Paul's talking about our salvation. We were chosen in Him, having been predestined according to the plan of Him, listen to this, who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of His will. I heard somebody thank God for the sovereignty of God. And praise God for that, folks. Part of the understanding of the sovereignty of God is we, we many times only make reference to the sovereignty of God uh, when, when things are going well. Look what God did. Man, ah, wow. But we also must recognize the sovereignty of God when things aren't going so well. That's why Paul says, in all circumstances. But... First, secondly, people who give thanks in all circumstances not only know that God directs every circumstance, but they also know that God deserves all the glory for all that happens. Look at verse 15 there in Luke chapter 17. Verse 15. Well, verse 14. Let me go back because that's where I left off. When he saw them, Jesus, he said to them, to the ten lepers, Go show yourselves to the priests, and as they went, they were cleansed. One of them, one of the lepers who was cleansed, when he saw he was healed, came back, praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him, and he was a Samaritan. Jesus healed these lepers. He told them, you go on the way to the priest. They weren't supposed to go to the priest till after they were healed. But the process here, Jesus says go. And as they were going, they were healed. God did a miracle of healing right there on the spot. And as we're told in the, the text, one of the ten came back to give thanks. One of the ten came back. And he, uh, when he came back as now a former leper, he came back because he remembered the need to thank God, to thank Jesus. And it says, praising God in a loud voice. That word praising is the word glorify. 
It's to give glory to God with a loud voice. It's not just whispering, but to positively acknowledge, to recognize before God, to give honor, to lift him up that God had done the healing. Pointing to him so that all around would know, would hear, would see, would understand that God did the healing. He deserves the glory for all that happens. And then it, we're told there in the scripture that he threw himself at Jesus' feet, fell down at Jesus' feet, and thanked him. Thanked him. Oh, wow. Have you ever felt that kind of thanksgiving? Something unbelievable happened and you couldn't help but cry out, Oh, thank you, God! Something you'd been praying about, expecting God to do, something that had been a great burden on your heart and been praying and people been praying and, and God answered prayer. And this leper thanked Jesus, the only one of the ten. You know, Paul's letters are full of thanksgiving. Paul begins just about every one of his letters with thanksgiving. Romans chapter 1 verse 8, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you. 1 Corinthians, a letter we've been studying for this past year. Chapter 1 verse 4, I always thank my God for you. Ephesians, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you remembering you in my prayers. Philippians chapter 1, verse 3, I thank my God every time I remember you. He says, I thank God when I remember you. You could look at the letter to the church in Colossae, 1st and 2nd Thessalonians, 1st and 2nd Timothy, Philemon, Paul thanks God for the believers in those churches. He was aggressively thank you because he knew God had done it all. All that had happened in those churches, God deserved all the credit. He deserved all the glory because he was the giver of all of that which they could be thankful for. James said it this way in chapter 1, verses 16 and 17. Don't be deceived, my dear brothers. Every good and perfect gift is from above and coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights who does not change like shifting shadows. All that we know as good comes from God. God is deserving of glory. And then thirdly, not only does he deserve the glory, but people who give thanks in all circumstances know that God desires our best. So that no matter what happens in our lives, no matter what circumstance we experience and must live through, good, bad, or anywhere in between, we know that God desires our best. Look at the text again, verse 17. Jesus asked, the one leper who had come back to give thanks. Were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner? Remember, he was a Samaritan. They were at odds with the Jews. Then he said, Jesus said to the healed leper, the one who'd come back, rise and go, your faith has made you well. Jesus 
desires our best. God didn't stop with the physical and the material. He didn't quit when he simply healed them. And when this one leper came back to express thanksgiving and appreciation and glory to God and thank him, Jesus provided spiritual healing. Because what we read there in the text is absolutely when Jesus said to this leper, rise and go, your faith has made you well. Literally, your faith has saved you. We know that he'd already been healed of leprosy. That wasn't the issue. He'd already come back to thank God for the healing of the leprosy. Now he's healing the spiritual need, the greater need, greater than any physical or material problem. In the life of that individual was his salvation, his spiritual need, and Jesus saved him. Your faith has saved you. Your faith has made you well. Your faith has provided spiritual healing. Listen, we're talking salvation. That is why Jesus came, right? Luke himself, go, go ahead to chapters to ver, chapter 19, verse 10, check it out, and we're told there, for the Son of Man, that's Jesus, came to seek and to save those who are lost. Paul said elsewhere, 1 Timothy chapter 2, that he desires all men to be saved. God desires all men to be saved. All men and women to be saved is the word there in 1 Timothy chapter 2. God desires our best always. And when we know that we can thank God for all circumstances, Paul said it this way in Romans chapter 8, verses 31 and 32. What then shall we say in response to these things? Now, he had just said, hey, God works all things together for our good to accomplish his purpose in our lives according to his will. So he says, what do we say in response to all of that? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, that's Jesus. God so loved the world, he sent his only son, Jesus, to this world, what? To die on the cross for us. And whoever believes in him will not perish. And that's what he's saying here. But gave him, Jesus, his son, for us all. How will he not also along with Jesus freely, graciously give us all things? Wow. This Thanksgiving and every day thereafter, remember, God directs every circumstance God deserves all the glory for all that takes place in our lives because he's got a plan. And God desires our best. So be thankful. Even when it's hard, in all circumstances, because God has a plan. God is in charge. Let me read these verses 14 to 16 in our text in the message a, a transliteration of, of the word of God here. Taking a good look at them, Jesus said, go show yourselves to the priests, the lepers. Now they went and while still on their way became clean. One of them, when he realized that he was healed, turned around and came back shouting 
and his, his gratitude, glorifying God, he kneeled at Jesus' feet, so grateful. And here's the end of that verse. He couldn't thank him enough. I like that. He couldn't thank him enough. Wow. And that needs to be the heart of each believer here today. We can't thank God enough. So thank Him. Every day this week, Thursday on Thanksgiving, and the days after, thank God all you can because we can't thank Him enough. Father, thank You for Jesus. Thank You that He died on the cross in our place for our sins and has graciously given us all things for our good and His glory. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.